We are a nation of regulations, a land of rules made by political fools. But here at Raw Law, you will learn the laws you can use and the laws that amuse. In New York, for 40 years, I've represented every type of client, from regular guys to top-level wise guys, so this ain't my first rodeo. We'll get to today's podcast in half a tick, but first, a brief and very necessary disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and does not offer specific legal advice for your situation. For that, you need to get your own lawyer in your jurisdiction. No attorney-client relationship is created by this podcast. And you're listening to this podcast is your agreement with and acknowledgement of that fact. Welcome to Raw Law Episode 13, where we continue discussing your rights as a debtor under the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. In the last episode, we discussed how to ditch the debtor debt collector's communications. In this podcast, we are going to discuss debt collector dirty deeds and what you can do about them. Some obvious no-nos are threatening violence or arrest. The arrest part shall give you a clue that all of those foreign-accented IRS or utility collector types who want you to pay up with a gift card are bogus, and you hang up on them. In my 40 years of practice, I really haven't come across a legitimate debt collector stupid enough to threaten violence or arrest. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen, I've just never seen it. Of course, I also came across some not-so-legitimate debt collectors that, when it came to violence, were not very concerned with the niceties of the FDCPA, But that's another story. Debt collectors cannot use profane or abusive language when dealing with a debtor, although this can happen. Among other things, they can't use the phone to continually annoy or harass a debtor, for example, by repeatedly calling you during the day, and this can certainly happen. The debt collector cannot pretend to be from a government agency, unless they are, Although, if you look at some of the names of these collection agencies, the less sophisticated debtor might think they actually are from some kind of state or federal agency. Debt collectors can't represent themselves as attorneys, and while we're on that subject, when you hear from one of these bozos, the first question you should ask them is, are you an attorney or just a debt collector? Emphasize the word just, just, to put them in their low-life place. They can't misrepresent the legal status of the debt like saying there's already a judgment against you when it's not. If you want to see a whole rather boring laundry list of what collectors can't do, check out section six <coughs> sorry, check out sections eight oh six to eight oh eight of the FDCPA for yourself if you're so inclined. But in this episode I'm touching on the more common and more nasty stuff they might try to pull off when trying to collect a debt from you. One little point is they can't send you a collection notice by postcard. Obviously, this could expose your situation to third parties who have no business knowing your business. Okay, through my magic mirror, I can see you guys out there wondering. Okay, Royal Law, how about cooking up some remedies I can seek when the dirty debt collector has done me wrong? Be aware, your individual state might have some remedies available both to you and the Attorney General of that state. But let's go to the federal stuff, the stuff that applies to all of the United States, in addition to what your state might offer. Well, first, when the evil debt collector does evil things in violation of the FDCPA, you have a personal right to sue for actual damages caused. Let's say, for example, they keep calling you on the job and you get laid off because of it. Your lost wages could be actual damages for which you can sue. You could also obtain an additional $1,000 over and above actual damages where the court determines the acts of the debt collector are either intentional or repetitive or bad faith. You might also get legal fees awarded by the court, but be aware, if you bring a bogus action against the debt collector and you lose, you might be liable for their legal fees. 
By the way, if you want to sue the bums, you have one year from the time of the bad act, so do so without delay and don't bring a bullshit case. Be able to prove a direct correlation between the dirty deeds of the debt collector and your individual damages. As a probably less personally effective alternative, you can complain to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, which also has enforcement powers against this kind of debt collector nastiness, or you can file a complaint with the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Board. And uh, to find out about that, you can go to www.consumerfinance.gov forward slash complaint forward slash. Often you can file a complaint with your state's attorney general also. Okay, ciao for now, and in the next episode for this segment, we will talk about how to dispute a debt with a collection agency. Get thee to Amazon Kindle and get my ebook, Till Debt Do You Part, How to Lose the Debt Collector and Get Back to Your Life, for the full scoop on protecting your rights. As a service to you listeners, it costs less than a buck, folks. Get it today. Talk soon. You have been listening to Raw Loa. Join our mailing list and be notified when a new podcast is available. Send the email to rawlawinfo at gmail.com and put sign me up in the subject line. Thanks for listening.